What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Call Her Creator, powered by Stan. I am your host, Caitlin Rhodes, also known as Social Marketing Queen over on Instagram. And today we're going to be talking about Instagram engagement. Now, whether you're a creator, an entrepreneur, maybe you have a brand, I want you guys to tune in weekly because I'm going to continue to give you marketing updates, social media strategies, everything you need to grow your business online so that you can leave your nine to five job. So today's episode, I am breaking down Instagram engagement. Now, I know a lot of us struggle with engagement, getting those likes, comments, shares. You know, I get a lot of clients out there who are posting consistently, they're showing up every day, but they're still just, they're not getting the engagement that they want. They're not getting any comments. People aren't sharing their stuff. And typically whenever I go do a profile audit for people that are complaining about these things, I can nail down exactly what they're not doing that's causing them to have low engagement. So today we're going to kind of walk through what some of those things you're doing wrong and how you can actually help them. I'll give you 10 actionable tips that you can take away today from this episode. Now, before we get into increasing your engagement, you know, I like to start off with a social media update. So this week, we're talking about polls. Now, not everyone has this new feature, but I have it. And what it does is it allows you to add polls to your reels. This has been a really cool way for me to get more engagement. I've seen a lot of people are actually interacting with the poll that I put on my reel. I don't know if it's helping me get more reels views, but the reel that I did test it on actually got really good feedback. All right, so looking back at the reel that I posted, what I did was I asked a pretty simple question. I believe that the question was something like, is your engagement down right now? And then the answer was yes or no. So of course that was an easy question for people to answer. I always want you guys to think about your customer. Don't make them think too hard about things. So if you are gonna test out this new poll feature on your reels, make sure one, that it's related to the reel that you're posting. Two, it's an easy to answer question. And three, it's something that gets them thinking about things, you know, something that's going to actually like teach them something. So for the sake of an example, I believe a reel, the reel that I posted was something about engagement and I taught you how to increase your engagement. And then the poll was asking if you're having trouble with engagement right now. So it all kind of tied in together. But the main goal there is that it gets engagement on my reel. It gets people clicking you know what they say about engagement. Once you're getting more comments, likes, and shares, the algorithm starts to favor your content and share it to more people. So I do believe that this is a really good feature for all of us to try out. It's not going to hurt your account. Um, so why not test it? If you have this feature, what will happen is when you go to post a reel, when you go to write in your caption, you'll see something there that says polls right in the caption area. So if you have your this new feature, you will see it. But again, it's new. Um, it's being tested. So only a few people have it. Not everyone has it right now, but it's a cool feature. I think that you should try it um, and let me know, you know, go to my Instagram account, social marketing queen or call her creator and let me know if you have this feature, if you've tested it. And I want to know how did that reel perform if you did use this update. All right. So let's get into the juicy training for today. The podcast episode is all about increasing your engagement. And this is one of the biggest um, things that people ask me how to do is how do you get all those comments? How do you get all those likes? But I am very strategic with my content, guys. I don't just post what I think is going to perform well. I don't post something that I think is going to make me look good. I truly think about my follower and my audience and what are they going to like 
that's what I'm going to post about because that's what's going to get them talking. That's what's going to get them engaging with my content. And hopefully the algorithm will see that and keep sharing me to more and more people. So before we get into the 10 ways to improve your engagement, let's talk about the algorithm for a second. Now, a little caveat here. If you see people sharing reels or posts all the time, these so-called Instagram gurus are like, oh, the algorithm changed this week. To be completely honest with you, the algorithm does not change that much. Okay. So we've had the same algorithm over on Instagram. What changes is maybe the metrics that they're using or maybe new features are being tested. But as far as the algorithm goes, at the end of the day, Instagram wants you to spend time on their app so if you're posting relatable, shareworthy content that gets people talking, gets people engaging, the algorithm is going to like your account, it's going to favor you, and it's going to keep sharing you to more and more people. So don't really buy into those reels, those hooks that say the algorithm has changed because it probably hasn't really changed. There's just some things maybe that you could do to improve your content. So there's three main things that impact the algorithm. I have notes here because... The algorithm is um, very intricate with all of the details, right? So first is who. There's a who, what, and when, okay? Are we, are we back in language arts in high school? That's how I feel like right now. So the who. Whose post are you interacting with? If you frequently like or comment on someone's content all the time, then more than likely you're going to keep seeing their content in your feed. So keep that in mind. The more that you interact with this specific account, you're going to keep seeing them in your feed. Now, if you flip that to the other way, the more that your customer interacts with your account, they're going to keep seeing your content. So kind of think about your audience and think about yourself. That's how you can kind of train, quote unquote, the algorithm to serve your content to a certain group of people because you keep that same group of people engaging with your content. The next one is the what. What type of content do you engage with? If you love beauty content, the algorithm will keep showing you beauty content. If you like uh, mental health awareness, the algorithm is going to keep showing you mental health awareness accounts. Same goes with your audience. Whatever they tend to interact with all the time is what's going to get shown. So if you want them to favor your account, if you want the algorithm to keep showing your content, you need to make them engage with your content. And then there's the when. If you get on the app daily, you're probably going to see things in chronological order. But if you're not getting on the app daily, then what you're going to see when you log in is maybe like the most important thing, like maybe the highest performing reel or the highest performing content that was in your feed over the last week because you haven't been checking in. It's the algorithm basically is going to like highlight you some content in your feed. Now, there's a couple other things that impact the way that the algorithm will rank your post. And that is the quality of your image or video. Make sure it's not blurry. If you've screenshot stuff and it's, you know, the quality is a little off, the algorithm will be able to read that and it's not gonna favor that content. Originality is also high on the list. So if you've already kind of shared something on Instagram and they see you repost it again, the algorithm can actually tell if you post the same thing. Watermarks are also a big no-no over on Instagram. So if you're taking TikTok videos and reposting them over to your Instagram, just remove the watermark. There are apps out there that will remove them for you for free. It's easy. You don't have to do any heavy lifting. You just upload your video into them. Reported content also will 
pushed down in the ranking feeds because obviously if someone reported your content, there's might be something wrong with it. The algorithm's not going to share it. And then lastly, if you have a violation, um, if you've went against Instagram's community guidelines, then that content is not going to get shared. Now you can always go into your settings and check on the status of your account to make sure that you are not violating any of the Instagram's terms. Now the nitty gritty stuff. So first a pro tip, if you want to improve your ranking with the algorithm, the best thing you can do is drive as many interactions on your post as possible. Building momentum with your existing community equals your content is surfaced to new audiences. So it's not always about, let me just go, you know, grow my following. No, make the audience that you have already happy And when they're happy and they're interacting with your content, I promise you the algorithm is going to serve your content to new faces. But you need to make, you need to love on your current audience first before you go out and try to find new followers. So keep that in mind with every piece of content that you share. Think about your current followers. How can you make them happy? How can you engage them? How can you get them to send your post to someone else or share it to their stories? Love on your people. All right, so. Let's get into some actionable steps that you can take to increase your engagement on Instagram. So the first one is going to be Instagram story stickers. So I've talked about this in past episodes before. If you really want to engage your audience over on stories, then use the engagement stickers. That's what Instagram made them for, for engagement. So engagement stickers, they're an easy way to encourage your followers to engage with you, which helps create a loyal following that they feel connected to your brand. They feel like they know you. They feel like they're a part of your strategy because they're interacting with you. So there's a number of engagement stickers that you can use. There's the poll sticker, question sticker, countdown sticker, quizzes, and then there's also the emoji slider, which I personally love. So let's talk about the emoji slider first, because I always talk about the quiz and the poll sticker, but not a lot of people give love to the emoji slider. So the cool thing with the emoji slider is when you add that sticker to your Instagram story, I think um, by default, what shows up is either like maybe it's a fire emoji or a happy face. But what you can do is you can change that emoji to anything that you want. So you could change it to sparkles. You could change it to um, a face of a man. You could change it to a whale. Or what I personally like to do is change it to the little finger emoji. Once you have that finger emoji in there, you'll be able to see it. It kind of slides back and forth. You're going to turn that slider to where it's up and down on your story. So then when it slides, it slides up and down. And then from there, you ask your audience a question and then you could put a couple answers there for them to slide up and down those answers. So like the top of it could be like, yes, the middle could be no, the middle, the bottom could be try again or something like that. But you're getting them to slide that slider up and down to one of the answers. And I love using that emoji slider because not a lot of people jump on that engagement sticker. The next one that is one of my favorites is obviously the poll sticker. Um, I tell you guys all the time, use the poll sticker to warm up your audience before you share about something important. So you can click that uh, poll sticker, ask them a you know an easy to answer question, have them answer it, and then the next slide is your post that you're promoting. Then there is the countdown sticker. I really love the countdown sticker. I used this one when I was promoting the podcast actually. So you can post the countdown sticker and say something like, you know, save the date for our new product launch or something like that. And when someone clicks on that, 
it will remind them when you actually launch. They will get a notification that something happened at that certain date and time that they saved. So that is a really good one for a new service feature, a new product launch. Uh, maybe you shared so something new, something exciting, eventful. And then the quiz sticker, you can basically ask them a question and then there's a right or wrong. There's, sorry, there's a right answer and then all the other ones are wrong. That's a really good one to use if you want to quiz your audience's knowledge on your industry. That one would be really fun and interactive and then you can educate them. You could use the quiz sticker to ask a question, let them answer it, and then the next slide could be the right answer with a little bit of an explanation from you. Then you could do another slide with a quiz sticker again, ask them a question, then the next slide is you answering it. So that's a really fun one too. And then the last one I like to use is the question sticker. This one is really fun to kind of uh, crowd surf your, your audience and see what they like and want to learn from you. So you could do like a ask me anything where they ask you business related questions. You could do a ask me anything where they ask you personal questions about your home life behind the scenes. Um, I also did one that was really fun the other day that was like drop your assumptions of me. And that was really fun to hear what people thought about me. Um, some of them were funny, some of them were completely wrong, some of them were really, really right, but they could drop their assumptions. Someone said something like, you look like you take a lot of naps, and I was like, holy crap, how do you know me? So I replied to that sticker, shared their assumption, and then had a picture of me napping. So those are just fun ways to engage with your audience and interact and help nurture that relationship between you and them. The next kind of content that you want to post for engagement is shareable content. Now, shareable content is really easy to jump on when there's like maybe like a really cool viral meme going around. I know last year there was like this Barbie meme that was going around because obviously Barbie had just premiered. So I went and used that meme and I said something like, Barbie as a business owner and then it had different stages of Barbie like crying and that one drummed up a ton of engagement. I reached 46,000 people and 2,900 of them engaged and then I had 400 profile uh, visits from that meme. So relatable memes, um, the Twitter like post, if you go and like write a status, you could screenshot whatever you write and share that as an Instagram post. Those are share worthy. They go viral. They work really, really well. Um, you could do maybe some thought leadership where you're sharing like a industry hack or an industry tip, or you could tell a story about, you know, the customer's journey, how they found you, what they bought, what you solved for them. There's so much you could do with the Twitter memes. Those are really fun to use. And then um, another shareable content that I like to do is quotes. You can go over to Pinterest and find quotes that have already went viral, that have already performed well. Don't recreate the wheel. Find these famous quotes from people. Then go over into Canva and create a personalized quote graphic. You know, make sure that you credit whoever said it. And then you can share that as uh, content on your Instagram. And those typically go off too because people, maybe they're feeling some type of way and they read your quote and it really hits them in the heart. So they end up sharing it to their story. I know that I share a bunch of quotes all the time that resonate with me as a business owner. So shareable quotes are really good content to share as well. The next kind of content that works really well and gets your Instagram engagement up is carousel posts. Now carousels are an engagement goldmine in my opinion because they require you to spend time reading and swiping through. 
Now, if you don't know what an Instagram carousel is, that is where you can upload up to 10 images or videos and it's like swipeable content on your Instagram. Now, the reason that these perform so well is one, people spend time staring at the carousel, reading through it, swiping through it. And the more time that people spend on content, the more that the algorithm is going to like that and share it with more and more people. Another reason I love carousels too is because you actually get to educate people on a certain topic or discussion. Uh, you can get, you can dig really deep into that. For example, like maybe you do a carousel that says five common mistakes target audience makes. And then the next one walks them through those five mistakes. And then the last slide is a call to action to get them to follow you. So there's just ways for you to educate, entertain, and also set yourself up as the industry expert. Carousels can also be used as pictures as well. It does not have to be a Canva template. It doesn't have to be quotes. It doesn't have to teach them anything. Say you're a product-based business and you have clothes. Maybe you do a you know a photo shoot of these new arrivals and then they can swipe through those new arrivals. Using carousels is always on the top of my list versus static images because static images are just one image. I think static images are good if you do like a meme and then carousel would be better for like a photo dump or, you know, the educational type Canva templates that I was talking about. And just so you know, in Club Influence, we share carousels with you guys every two weeks. These are custom made graphics that we make in Canva that no one else has. The next thing you need to do to improve your engagement over on Instagram or any social network is putting a call to action on everything that you post. There needs to be something written explicitly so that your customers or audience knows what to do next after they've interacted with your post. So call to action should go on every reel, every static image, every carousel, every story you post. You should have some kind of action for them to take next. What should they do next? And the thing about our customers is they don't always know what to do next. So we have to be there to tell them. Now, I want y'all to keep in mind that you don't always have to have salesy call to actions. It could also just be um, engagement type. So like you could say something like drop your favorite emoji in the comments or tag your favorite business partner, tag your husband if you can relate, or maybe you tell them to send this post to so-and-so, send this post to your stories. You see where I'm getting at here? I'm like telling you exactly what to do. I'm giving you, I'm giving you an action to take, whether that's sharing, commenting, liking, you could simply say like this post, that's your call to action. So it doesn't always have to be grab my free ebook in my link in bio, buy my t-shirt today. Don't always make it salesy. Don't always make it about you and your product. Make it about your audience and how it's going to help them. I've got a few call to actions for you guys to use on your next post. So here's nine call to actions that you can use on your next Instagram post. First one is vote for your favorite in the comments. Double tap if you agree. Guess which of these is a lie. Save this post for later. DM me for the link. Ask me anything in the comments. Raise your hand if you're feeling like this. Tag someone you know who needs to see this. Tag your business bestie. So that's go copy and steal some of those call to action on your next post and tell me how they perform. I want to see y'all in my DM saying, Caitlin, I used this call to action and here's what happened with this post. Here's how it performed. Go ahead and send me screenshots. Let's talk about it in the DMs. The next type of um, content that helps engagement is one of my favorites and I talk about it all the time, collaboration post. And this can be a reel, this can be a carousel, this can be a static image, this could be an Instagram live. But the main part is you are going to collaborate with another content creator. Now, if we wanna be strategic with this, there's a few things that you can do. 
One, you can choose a profile that complements your brand. So you don't exactly have to choose someone in your industry. You don't have to choose a competitor. Choose someone that complements what you do. So if you are an ice cream maker, you might collaborate with an event planner. If you are a music producer, you might collaborate with a writer or a singer. You see where I'm going out with this? Like you're you're finding people in your industry that complement your brand. They're not a direct competitor, but they they kind of like they're in the same vicinity as you. You guys can play off each other's audiences. Because if you've got maybe you're a wedding photographer and you pair up with a wedding event planner. You got to think about it. You guys have the same, probably the same focused audience that you, you guys are both talking to the same people. So why not get in front of those people together? Wedding photographer gets in front of the event planner's audience. Event planner audience gets in front of the wedding photographer. Your reach skyrockets because you're in front of new people, new eyes. You can also collaborate with an Instagram live. I love Instagram lives. I've kind of fallen off of them. Um, in the past six months, but I'd like to get back on them. I believe that Instagram lives are a really great way to connect with your audience. Um, Every time I do an Instagram live, my cup runneth over because people will start commenting to me. Um, They buy my products. If I'm ever up there like talking about a new feature um, or a new service or new product, I will definitely sell some after that IG live because people were on there. They saw a face to a name. I humanized my brand and I kind of went into more detail about whatever it is that I wanted to share about. The other thing about Instagram lives is that it's a two way street. You've got them commenting to you. You're commenting to them. You can answer them. They can send you emojis. They can send you hearts. They can send you gifts. Um, but it's just a fun, interactive way to engage with your audience and it will increase your engagement. The thing with collaborations posts is that you are sharing shares, views, comments, and you're leveraging each other's communities. And that is a great way to grow on Instagram or any social channel really that offers this kind of feature. All right, number six, using relevant hashtags can actually help you reach more people. Now, I know that's hard to believe because there's all kinds of Instagram gurus out there that say that hashtags are dead, but they're liars. All right, I'm not going to get that deep. They're not liars, but I am just, I stand for hashtags because I've gone back and looked at posts and I've seen, you know, 4,000 people found your posts because of this hashtag. And so I, I am a true believer in hashtags. They work. The key to hashtags is using hashtags that are relevant to your industry and your post. So there's a couple things that I do when it comes to hashtags. I'm going to tell you exactly how to break them up. But first, I want you to know there are studies out there. In fact, later shared a study not too long ago that showed there is a direct correlation with Instagram reach and Instagram hashtags. The more hashtags you use, the more reach you got on a post. Greater reach typically equals higher engagement levels. And then obviously hashtags are just a great reach tactic. So how can you use hashtags? How should you break them up? So obviously you can use up to 30 hashtags. As an Instagram expert, I do not always use all 30 hashtags. I will use probably like five to 10. If I'm being strategic with it, if we are, you know, planning content out for a social media client, you bet your bottom dollar we're using all 30 because it's not going to hurt me. Instagram gives you up to 30 to use. Why not use all 30? I'm just using less than that because I'm lazy. Um, A good little hack here, which a lot of people will tell you, is to go to your notes on your phone and create an Instagram hashtag vault with industry-related hashtags, 
um, keyword hashtags, location-based hashtags, and just have them all there so that you can easily copy and paste those over to your post. Now, this is how we break up hashtags over at Influence Marketing Studio. We do three to five hashtags that are specific to the post that we're posting about. So let's just say that we're posting a post about the best time to post on Instagram. So my hashtags that are specific to that post would be optimal posting time, Instagram post time, Instagram posting. That's all related to that specific post. The next set of hashtags, three to five of them should be industry specific. So think for that example that I gave you guys, Instagram marketing, Instagram coach, Instagram speaker, Instagram educator, all related to what I do. And then lastly, to break up the rest of those hashtags, because remember you get 30, you can do one to three hashtags that are location specific. I personally like to pick locations that are like bigger cities around where I live. If you're like a local expert and you're like a local business, you probably want to stick to locations that are within like 30 minutes, maybe an hour from you. You don't obviously if you're in Scottsdale, you don't want to do a hashtag for New York because people probably aren't going to drive to Scottsdale to buy your product. But say you have an online boutique or something like that and you can ship to them then cool, go ahead and use the hashtag New York. That's fine. And then lastly is your keywords. And you should always have a couple of keywords in the back of your pocket for your industry, for what you do that you always use over and over again. And that might be for me, like social media manager, social media coach, social media agency, anything that relates to what I do. The next feature that I really like to use on Instagram, but I don't use it nearly as much as I should, is the add your sticker to Instagram. This was really big. I feel like last year a lot of people were using it and it would be something like add your workspace, add your favorite place to be, add your car, something like that. Think about the industry that you work in and then think about how you could get your audience to engage with that add yours sticker. So what happens is the sticker is just what it sounds like. You add your own media according to whatever prompt a user shares. So for example, someone said, share your favorite photo of Australia. So what they did, they went to their camera roll. They had a really beautiful photo of this ocean front by a cliff. And the sticker says, add your favorite photo of Australia. So then people click add yours and then they share their photo of Australia. And then it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And the cool thing is if you click on that button, you will see the original person and other people that have added to that. So you're getting in front of a newer audience when you decide to use this feature. This, like I said, you could really do anything. I'm going to give you guys some examples based on industries. So let's say you are children's boutique. So what you could say is like, add your firstborn, because obviously that plays into you being a mom. You shop at a children's boutique. That's your way in. Listen, us moms, we want to share our babies. So that's a really good one. Now, let's say you are a social media manager. So maybe you want to say, add your work from home space. Because, you know, us social media managers, we work from home more than we like to admit. So why not share our space there? Um, maybe you are a realtor and you want to be the local expert. So you say something like, add your favorite restaurant in Sebring, Florida. And so then you know, you're sharing your favorite restaurant, then all these other people are hopping on. Add your favorite place to get your nails done in Orlando. Add your favorite club in Tampa Bay. Something like that. You're getting people to jump in on that hashtag, that location, 
and it's fun. It's engaging. And guess what? People, as much as we don't want to admit it, we want to show off. We want people to see us. We want to feel seen. So doing the add your sticker helps your audience to engage with you and show off, you know, themselves as well. So they feel seen and heard by you. So the add your sticker is a really great uh, feature to play around with. All right, so I already talked about going live on Instagram, but I did want to touch on this one all on its own. When I originally talked about going live, I talked about collaborating with other accounts, but you don't always have to go live with somebody else. You could totally go live with yourself and you could do this as like a 30 minute live on a weekly basis. You could even get on for 15 minutes a week. Just show your face, humanize your brand, nurture your audience. There's so many different live examples you could do. Um, one, you could obviously interview somebody. So you could do a collaboration live and interview someone in your industry or someone that compliments your brand. You could also interview a customer, you know, ask them what they bought from you, how they liked it, what they get out of it. What would they tell a future client or prospect that is struggling with the same thing? Then you could do an ask me anything type live where you just get on and you just say, hey, ask me anything in the, in the comments below. I'm going to answer them as you ask. Now, keep in mind, when you first start off with Instagram lives, you're not going to get a whole lot of engagement. You're not going to get a whole lot of people commenting and asking you questions. So in the early beginning, when I started using Instagram for my business, I made up questions from people. I acted like I had this whole journal of questions that people had sent me DMs on. But guess what? I probably got two DMs asking me questions. I didn't get I didn't get all these questions. So I made them up. I thought about my audience. What would they want to know? And then I went through and answered those questions. Now, if you're worried that you can't think of any questions and that you don't think anybody's going to hop on and ask you questions. You could promote your live like a couple days before you actually go live and say something like drop your questions in the question box and then go back and use that question sticker that I told you guys about. Tell them, you know, hey, I'm getting ready to go live this Friday. Please drop all of your questions for me. I'll save them and make sure I answer them on Friday. So that's a really good way to get your audience talking. And if no one answers you, Ask your mama, ask your friends, ask your uncle, ask your boyfriend, ask your husband. Hey, go leave me a question over in my questions box so I can answer them for my followers. That's a really good thing for you to do to get you some questions going. Um, you can also share trending news that's going on. There might have been something that happened in your industry that is time sensitive. That's a really good uh, reason to go live. You could give your feedback on it, your expert opinion on it. People love hearing about a story and then hearing how other people feel about it. That is why Reddit is so popular because people share the same like viewpoints on stuff and they get to talk about it. So doing like a Reddit live, that's a really good one too. Obviously the number one way to increase your engagement on Instagram is going to be an engagement strategy. So this is our strategy over at Influence Marketing Studio. It only requires 15 minutes of your time. You could do this on a daily basis. You could do this once a week. You could do this three times a week. I want you to do what you can do. I don't want you to stress about engagement. I really do want you to follow back and reply to people that comment on your stuff. But if you don't have the time to give 15 minutes a day for engagement, it's okay. You're a business owner. You're a creator. You're busy. But here's how we break up the 15 minutes. First, for like the first five minutes, we'll comment on three to five posts in our feed. So we'll just log into Instagram, start scrolling the feed and comment on three to five accounts that we, you know, relate to. Then the next five minutes, we're replying to three to five stories. 
You can reply with an emoji. You could reply back with something genuine. Maybe you connected with them on a different level. So you want to, you know, reply to that with your own input. That's a really good one. And then the last five minutes of that is you head over to the explore page. That's going to be like the little magnifying glass button. And you'll find these popular posts that are popping up in your explore feed and you'll go and comment on those. Typically, what is the smart way to do over there is to find people that are industry experts that have bigger accounts than you and go comment on their post because then you'll kind of you'll start seeing other people commenting and you can reply back to their comments. So I do see a lot of Instagram gurus telling you, you know, go comment on accounts that are bigger than yours. Some people are against this strategy because they then they feel like they're getting in front of their opponents, their competitors. But I like this strategy because you get to connect with other like-minded people in your industry. You get to kind of look through their comments. Typically, the people that are commenting on your competitor's profile, if they're a bigger account, those are your target audience too. So you're going to want to get in that conversation. You're going to want to understand what are they asking? How are they commenting? What's their feedback on stuff so that you can understand your audience more? So that's why I tell you guys to head over to the explore page because I want you to kind of really get into your audience and your industry. The last way to increase your engagement over on Instagram is to embrace reels. Now, if you're not on the reels train yet, what are you waiting for? Because they've been here for a while now. Um, studies have shown that they're still being favored by the algorithm. I can post a carousel in a reel based on the same exact topic and the carousel can actually have more details because obviously graphics, you can write more and my reel will still perform way better than my carousel. And why do I think that is? I think it's because the humanization of it, they see my face to a brand, they start to trust me more. Um, it's more interactive. Sometimes it's more relatable and funny. So they relate to that. Reels are a really good way to get in front of more eyes and to increase your engagement. Now I have some quick tips when it comes to reels. One, I want you to post on trends. If you see an audio that's trending and you feel like you can tie that into your own industry, then go ahead and jump on that industry trend and do the reel because trending audio is still being favored as well over on the Instagram algorithm. The other part of that is doing explanation videos, educational talking videos with your face. These are typically around 30 seconds, 40 seconds, but it really puts you as the industry expert because you're talking, you're connecting with your audience, you're explaining things. You're not just this person behind the scene dancing to this audio. You're actually showing them like your industry expertise because you're talking and explaining about things. I've been testing these two different reels out lately. Um, I've been doing more explainer reels and then I've been obviously still doing the trending audio reels. And I, I sometimes will get really good engagement over on those talking and explanation reels. And then also I feel like those reels convert more people because they can trust me more versus like a trending audio of me for seven seconds that just tells people how to use a trending audio. It really relates back to how you learn. In a previous episode that I've shared, the rule of three, which Lo shared on Stan's account, people learn things differently. Some people learn it by reading. Some people learn it by watching. Some people learn it 
you know, by actually doing. So that's why it's important to play around with your content and do all kinds and see what resonates best with your audience. What resonates for my audience is not going to be the same for you. That's why you can't just copy what other people are doing and wonder why your stuff's not working because it's different for everybody. It's different for your industry. So lean into your strong characteristic. What makes you you and lean into that when you're teaching your audience something. Also want to know, you know, you don't need to overly produce your reels. The fun about that is that they are mobile friendly. They're short. Um, B-roll is really hot right now over on Instagram reels. All that requires is you like filming behind the scenes stuff. I could honestly put my phone up right now and record me talking in this podcast, which I actually have done before. And then I use that later on for B-roll for a future reel. And those always perform really good. So document your day to day. When you're pouring your coffee in the morning, when you're at lunch with your significant other, take little snippets of your day and just save it onto your camera roll. And then you can use that for featured reels in the future. All right. So this sums up my pro tips for increasing engagement. If you liked this episode today, please let me know in the comments. Leave me a five star review for my podcast so I can keep sharing, you know, these tips with you guys, these expert tips, my expert knowledge, these real stories about marketing. I will see you guys next week on next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love all of you and I'll see you soon.